Thank you for tuning in to the Financial Freedom Podcast. I am your host, Financial Life Coach, Selena G., bringing to you tools and resources that you need to help you create a budget, get out of debt, set up an emergency savings plan, help you reach your financial goals, and push you towards your destiny of financial freedom. I am so happy that you have decided to say no to debt and yes to financial freedom. Happy Financial Freedom Friday and welcome to the 800 Plus Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Financial Life Coach Selena G. Thank you for joining along with me on today as we discuss how to prepare to buy a home. Buying a home is a huge accomplishment and an opportunity to put down roots and build equity. But with national inventory down almost 30%, the housing market has become more competitive. That's especially true when it comes to mid-priced affordable housing. So how do you get ahead in a hot market? The key is preparation. The sooner you start preparing to buy a house, the easier it'll be to beat the competition. But even if you're already house hunting, it's not too late to take some of these steps that I'm going to go over with you on today and improve your home buying prospects. When you're preparing to buy a house, I'm going to go over some early stages that you need to be doing. You want to check your credit. You want to figure out your DTI, save money, and determine your budget. And I'm going to go a little bit more in detail and debt with you on that today. If you're in your early stages of preparing to buy a house, you have a leg up. You have extra time to get ahead of your credit debt and savings, which means you'll have a bigger home buying budget and lower mortgage rate when you're ready to buy. I'm going to go over four steps, which I just went over with you, but I'm going to go a little bit more into debt with you so that way you can get a better understanding. You want to check your credit. That's number one. Uh, Once you decide to buy a home, That's one of the first things you want to do is check your credit. This involves getting your credit report from each of the three bureaus, which is Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax, and pulling your credit score. Your credit determines whether you're eligible for a mortgage and it influences your mortgage rate. The higher your score, the lower your rate. And most mortgage programs require a minimum credit score between 580 and 620. Ideally, you should check your credit at least 6 to 12 months before applying for a mortgage. This allows time to improve a low personal score. And you should also check your report for accuracies and disputes, any errors, especially negative errors that decrease your score. You can also get an annual credit report per year with annualcreditreport.com and you are able to get a free one with all three credit bureaus. Um, You also want to 
um, get your figure out your DTI, which is your debt to income ratio, uh, which is perfect for you to know. Um, you want to get the ratio uh, percent of your monthly gross income that goes toward debt repayment. Mortgage lenders use this percentage to um, see if you're able to afford the home. Um, typically, leaders prefer lenders. I'm sorry, prefer a DTI ratio that's no higher than 36% to 43%, depending on the mortgage program. And I'm going to give you an example of what I'm referring about. If you have a gross monthly income of 4,000. Your monthly debt payments, including a future mortgage payment, shouldn't exceed $1,720. Your DTI is 43%. $1,720, $4,000 Some mortgage lenders allow a higher DTI, but only when a borrower has compensated factors, um, such as high credit scores or a large cash reserve. To improve your DTI ratio, pay off as much debt as possible before applying for a mortgage. And this includes your credit cards, your auto loans, any student loans, or any other personal loans that you may have. You don't have to be debt-free to purchase a home, but less debt can increase purchasing power. And you also want to save money. Today, as we all know, the majority of the mortgage programs require a down payment. Um, this amount ranges from a minimum 3 to 5% for a conventional loan and a minimum of 3.5% for an FHA home loan. So if you pay $200,000 for a house, you'll need at least $6,000 to $10,000 as a down payment. A down payment isn't required with a VA loan or a USDA loan. But keep in mind, if you purchase with less than a 20% down payment, you'll likely pay mortgage insurance. And this insurance protects your lender in the event of you defaulting on your mortgage. Um, you're also responsible for your closing costs, which are roughly 2% to 5% of the loan amount or 4000 to 10000 on a 200k loan. And if you have any trouble saving for a down payment, it's possible to use gift funds or down payment assistance to help you qualify. And when you're applying for a mortgage loan, your lender will ask for copies of your bank statements to confirm you have enough in reserves for your down payment and closing costs. If you don't have enough cash, some mortgage programs allow borrowers to use gift funds to cover all or a percentage of their mortgage-related expenses. And there are also multiple down payment assistance programs in every state. These offer grants or loans, often forgivable loans, to qualified home buyers who need help with their down payments. So if you need a little extra help with the out-of-pocket costs, DPA is definitely worth looking into. You also want to determine your budget. Before meeting with a mortgage lender, use an online mortgage calculator to estimate affordability. 
once you know what you're looking looking to purchase as far as a home, then you know what you are able to afford. Um, you can then estimate how much to save for your down payment and your closing costs. And then, for example, with this one, if you have a calculator, say, likely to afford $250,000 home, aim to save a minimum $12,500 for your down payment and perhaps another $5,000 to $7,500 for closing costs. The estimate purchase price is $250,000, 5% down payment, typical uh, for a conventional loan, which is $12,500. An estimated closing cost about 3% of loan amount is $7,500, which is a minimum amount to save $20,000. Mortgage calculators vary. Some estimate your monthly payment based on the home price, your down payment um, amount, interest rate, loan terms, and other more monthly mortgage expenses like homeowners insurance and property taxes. Other calculators, however, estimate affordability using information you provide about your income and current debt payments. But remember that this is only an estimation. You'll still need to contact a mortgage lender to learn how much you really qualify for. So basically you want to sit down to figure out exactly uh, what type of home you want, the location that you want to live in, the neighborhood, the area, how many rooms you want, and your budget for that home will determine exactly how much you need to get approved for, as well as where your credit score needs to be if you want to go ahead and purchase a home. I thank you so much for your time for listening on today. I hope that you were able to get some nuggets for those of you out there that's in the process of trying to uh, prepare to purchase a home. If it's not this year, maybe getting prepared for next year. Um, I thank you guys so much uh, for taking out this time. I hope you were able to write down some great notes um, in regards to preparing for your home. Um, I know last week we um, did not, I did not come on on last week uh, celebrating uh, my birthday. Um, started early with my birthday celebration, which my birthday was on yesterday, but I will be celebrating all month. Um, you know how we do with our birthdays. So took a little uh, vacation time on last week just to kind of celebrate um, my uh, birthday. Uh, so we are back in full effect um, this week and just want to come on um, just to kind of give you a few tips to help you get prepared uh, for um, purchasing your new home for those who are looking. Or if you already have a home and looking into purchasing or getting another home as an investment property, you could definitely um, still take some of this information to apply it towards that as well. Um, I'm so grateful that you joined along with me um, on today, which is the day after my birthday. And as a birthday gift to me, if you have not already purchased um, the book, my book, The Ultimate Guided Tips Towards Financial Freedom, 
please, by all means, as a birthday gift to me, you could go on Amazon to purchase the book as well as my workbooks that go along with it. Um, I have one that is for adults, one that is for the youth and young adults. Um, you would be um, glad you did. And this is definitely a journal um, that's in the back of the Ultimate Guide and Tips Towards Financial Freedom book um, that you can pretty much jot down your notes and take some notes and write down some information in the back of the book or the journal. And then as well as the workbook, you can go along with the book, um, with your workbook um, as well and also get some awesome tips and tools that you can use and apply to your everyday life um, in regards to walking into financial freedom. And once again, I'm so glad that you have tuned in to the 800 Plus Financial Freedom Podcast. Please share this with your family and your friends and leave a review. If you have time to leave a review, please leave a review for me. And always remember, 800 is not a number. It's financial freedom. You guys have an awesome weekend. I know I am going to continue to enjoy my birthday month. But you guys have an awesome weekend and be safe and be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Financial Freedom Podcast. Go to my website, selenagibbons.com, to find out more information. Now go and execute and apply the tools and tips towards your financial freedom. And remember to say no to debt and yes to financial freedom.